everybody. Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu, episode number 39. My name is Gabe Estel, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Levi Leach and Jonathan Getz. How's it going, guys? It's great. All Fantastic. Right. It's cold. Yeah. Cold as hell. It really <laughs> is, yeah. So, um, as we enter the new year, happy new year, everybody. Um, I don't think we've we've recorded since uh, since 2016 kicked off. Um, but anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and kind of tell you up front here what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the the Baseball Hall of Fame, um, the Guns and Roses lineup uh, revealed, you know, and, uh, with the, the major reunion coming up, or at least a partial reunion. And then also we want to give Lemmy a good send off. Um, I don't know. I guess we probably need whiskey for that. <laughs> but um, the we will be. Uh, uh, remembering Lemmy as well. So uh, before we begin, just want to remind everybody that on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at Rock in Chew. That's in as in Otis Nixon, uh, Mojo Nixon. All right. Very good. So, um, so yeah, I'd like to see those guys together. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep up. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah, Otis has had some rough years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know he married um because I, I looked up otis nixon when i posted on instagram the other day because his birthday was a couple days ago uh his birthday was yesterday and um he married uh pebbles from the late 80s remember that one oh yeah 80s boy <laughs> oh yeah pebbles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not hip to pebbles. I, pebbles on uh, vinyl, Levi, by any chance? <laughs> uh, you don't see a lot of used pebbles. People, people got pebbles. They're holding on to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she's getting a royalty check like once every 10 years still, man. Do you want to ride my Mercedes boy? All right, I'll stop there. Yeah. That's made. YouTube was made for pebbles videos. Right? Enjoy them there. Um, but yeah. So Otis was married to Pebbles for a while. But anyway, happy belated, Otis, uh, at Rock and Chew. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter there. All right, guys. Big news in baseball this uh, this past week when we learned that King Griffey Jr. and Mike Piazza uh, will be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame this spring. So no big surprise on Griffey. On Piazza, maybe somewhat of a surprise. I don't know about a surprise. I mean, I think people knew it was coming, but maybe didn't know if he would be, uh, you know, yeah. So he was taking it year by year, I think is safe to say. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, cause his last season in the bigs, I guess would have been maybe I'm guessing 08, 09. This I was guess. his fourth year on the ballot. Okay. Fourth year on the ballot. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go then. All right. Oh yeah. He wrapped it up in Oakland in 07. Was it Oakland? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, I don't even that's a trivia question that. for you. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. His last two seasons were spent with San Diego in 06 and Oakland in 07. Wow, California uh, dreaming. San Diego, wow. Yeah, right, huh? I guess he, I guess he was like, yeah, I might as well stay out in Cali. That's what I, yeah. San Diego and then just head north to Oaktown, I guess. So. Yeah, d- d- didn't go back to the Dodgers. No. Uh, no. Uh, no homecoming. And it said that he'll 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 have a Mets hat on and really? on his plaque. Not, yeah, yeah. Really? I think One it's, yeah. Yeah, more years, more years with the Mets. Yeah, he played a couple more years with the Mets, and I guess he kind of had a falling out with the Dodgers. I think so. I don't know the details, but yeah. Mm. Even though he was drafted right because he was Tommy Lasorda's nephew or uh, son-in-law or something. Yeah, connection there. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So, came in like 92. So, like, Piazza, I remember coming in right right about the time I, I stopped really paying close attention to my baseball cards, you know, and I, I got kind of out of, moved. I have a few, yeah. I mean, I don't have a ton of him, but, like, I have, I think, a couple of his rookie cards. His rookie of the year season was the following year in Oath, uh, or I'm sorry, in 93. So in 92, when he came up, it was just, you know, it was 21 games, so I, I'm guessing he was a September call-up or something. Yeah. No, um, but, uh, yeah, so 93 got Rookie of the Year and the Silver Slugger Award already in his rookie year. Yeah, shit, he won it, like, six years in a row. Yeah, oh. yeah, right. And then, He's the stud. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, it it dropped off around, like, 02. You know, that's kind of when, like, the... Top mustaches in, in baseball as well. Right. Right. Yeah, the the the, the Fu Manchu or the stash. Yeah, he yeah. he said on Dan Patrick like that the Hogan. They, he would yeah. it, he would intentionally um uh pay tribute to like seventies ball players with his facial hair. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's got he's got he's a rocker man, you know. I mean he uh oh, yeah. loves um he loves him and Zach Wild are tight. Yeah, there are photos <laughs> with him and Zach Wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Father Wild. Yeah, yeah. There's a photo. I gosh, I'd have to find it. Zach Wild played the Star Spangled Banner at the Mets game, and he really, I guess, just just in the best possible way, just just added some fuzz to it, you know. And yeah. It out. Nice. Um, and uh, like you see a photo, and like every all the players are kind of like when they're lined up, are kind of like <laughs> quizzical looks on their faces, and then Piazza's like, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if Piazza booked him. I think wasn't he on that? He was on that metal show once as well. Piazza, um, yeah, really. He, he seems like good people to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So you know, so Piazza obviously gets in, and then and then and then Griffey uh, more obviously. Um, the only was, question with Griffey is whether he would get in unanimously, which right. has never happened. Right. He didn't, but he did get the highest percentage of votes ever. Close. Yeah, yeah. Who are these pricks? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's a few dudes who like thought literally that, three, right? Like, yeah, three. Yeah, that that thought. Oh, he doesn't need my vote, so I'm going to vote for somebody else. And it's like, well, I'm gonna, that's I'm not gonna how you're supposed to vote. Yeah, <laughs> that, that Trevor Hoffman wing, or I'm going to vote for Jason Kendall instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe maybe they're trying to get Trammel in, right? Um, trying, he didn't. I mean, yeah, Trammel, it's going to be up to the uh, Veterans Committee. Yeah, yeah Lee Smith on. got one more, or yeah, Lee Smith is still on there. No Crime Dog. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talk about Crime Dog and whether he should get in there uh, eventually. Is that Lee Smith's nickname? I don't even know. No, Fred McGriff. Oh, oh, Crime Dog. Sorry, okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's I'm been a while. Look. It's been since like the mid '90s since I've ever heard that. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. McGriff played until like he, he, yeah. played, he, he played a while. Yeah, dude. He'll oh, always he was... be. He'll always be like a, a a cult cardboard classic, if you will. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Don't, I don't know if like he's got absolute Hall of Fame numbers. I think he would be another Veterans Committee guy. Maybe well, he, he was a guy who he had 493 home runs. And it uh-huh. used to be if you hit 500, you're in. And does like seven why, home runs really he's matter? He's seven away? Right. I why he didn't try and play. He was that. never accused of yeah. juicing. He, yeah, good reputation. Was, I mean, but um, dude, he, 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 here's... A he time hitter for McGriff? He may have fallen because in video games, he was prone to striking out quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he always had the weird stance in the video games. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and he would... It, oh, man, there was a huge hole in his swing. On... on 
the most the the most recent video game that's great MVP 05. He's still on because he played in Tampa Bay. In oh yeah, yeah. He only played in like twenty seven games. Yeah. Like um, I remember, I signed him as a uh, as a free agent uh, because I Canerco I got hurt. You know, he was hurt. He lost uh-huh. for the season, so <laughs> brought in the crime dog, and, and he got it done. But anyway, yeah, you know, um, he played for the Cubs in 01 and 02. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he made an appearance. I re- I remember. I uh, um, I almost pulled a Santiago and bought a jersey of his. Glad I did. <laughs> 02 was his Glad last season with substantial at bats, and that was on the Cubs. He played in 146 games. Hey, Gabe, will you pull your microphone away from your beard yeah. a bit? Thanks. Whoops, sorry. Thank right. you. Yeah. The, sorry. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. I was going to school up there the year Santiago was on the team. And are you, are you talking about was, Benito? Was, yeah, Benito. He was on the Cubs. Benito for modeled one, some uniforms. One year, I think it was like '99 or 2000, mm-hmm. and. uh Outside of the stadium, but dude has like a case of authentic, like sewn on letter jersey Santiago's. He's like thirty bucks. I'm like hell yes, I'll buy a Benito <laughs> Santiago. You say? Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, it has the real sewn on letters and everything. You know, but hey, and uh, yeah, of course he was on the team like for like three more months or something, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Bag- Bagwell's going to get in, I guess, because statistically. Any yeah. player who's ever gotten more than seventy percent uh, gets in. Uh-huh. Like they've never not gotten in once you get above seventy percent. So next next year, you think seventy five? Yeah, like like fifteen of sixteen players oh. who got seventy percent got in the next year. Well, that bodes well then for him. Yeah, yeah. So he'll get it, and and it is this kind of warming up to the guys who have there have been whispers about Piazza Bagwell. Yeah, um, Clemens and Bonds. I think even gained some votes. They, well, I mean, they, they actually did pretty well, Clemens and Bonds. I mean, they got yeah. 45 and 44%, respectively. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I'm I'm of the opinion that unless somebody's, like, been convicted, yeah. maybe we should just kind of... Right, right. I it. mean, they weren't even testing for it. Um, so, it, what can you do? Stormy, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, and why is it... Has, has Mucina ever had whispers? I think he did. Did he? I think you're right, yeah. Because he's got some pretty good numbers. And considering another argument I heard on Dan Patrick this week, when you consider he pitched in Baltimore and then he pitched in New York, like two band boxes against the rest of that AL East and to put up those numbers against that division is significant. Yeah. Um, But... You know, maybe more so than Schilling. Though Schilling has more of a postseason uh, resume. He's an October hero, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I uh, with 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 everybody. You know, with obviously the Roids um, really kind of taking over now, and so many things being up for debate. Um, yeah, like I said, my my opinion is just unless you know, unless they were convicted you know or unless they were um yeah busted for cheating and suspended for che- and, yeah you know, right because yeah. i mean what i don't know i guess he's not eligible yet because giambi i assume because he 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 admitted it you know mm-hmm. he, he he was you know kind of contrite when he had it will be is another trouble. example yeah yeah um i think he'll probably fare okay i mean he might not get on right away you think giambi will make it I don't know. His, his numbers are good, man. I mean, 
obviously when we say good around many hitters, you know. But when that. you consider Maguire's about to drop off the ballot, yeah. can a guy like Giambi make it? Maguire, I think, not? just based on reputation. Yeah, I think Giambi's got a better better reputation than Maguire. Yeah, but they both use right. Right, right. I don't know. Maguire, it's just been pinned to Maguire. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, congrats to the other player, though, that got in. Absolutely. Someone yeah. who was never tied yeah. to PEDs. Yeah. They might have actually helped him sustain a little longer. Yeah, it may have helped him stay healthy. <laughs> for but sure. King Kirby Jr., the kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, with, uh, obviously, and this was, this is probably one of baseball's most beloved figures of the last 30 years, you know, um, I think. He's 50, always, 50 years. Yeah, yeah, 50 years, probably. Universally always, loved. Yeah, universally loved, uh, always youthful. He's kind of the Michael J. Fox of uh, of, of baseball, you know, like forever young. Um, when, when I was a kid, there were two rookie cards that mattered. Yeah. 1986, Jose Canseco, and... With the nasty 1989, set. Upper Deck, King Griffey Are you Jr. talking about the Canseco with Eric Plunk card? The Canseco uh, 86 Donruss. It's Rated rookie. rookie card. It's his rookie. rookie. Not the flare. I'm thinking of the flare. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, that that Griffey card, though. It was yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, it was oh, adapted. yeah. I mean, one of the quintessential baseball cards. You know, I saw a kid. Uh, on Mantle's rookie, I would say. Oh, yeah. Like the quintessential. Yeah. Cards. I saw a kid yeah, on Twitter with. Wagner one. Anyway. A kid on Twitter collects the 89 Upper Deck Griffey, and he, he showed a photo. I think he, he must have had like 400. Just in this photo. That prick's just in a grid. <laughs> I mean, it would be fun. Like, you can probably get, like, a little bit of a buzz every time you buy a Griffey uh, 89 Upper Deck for, like, 8 bucks or whatever you can get them well, yeah, for now. Yeah, I think I paid 9 or 10 bucks for yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Didn't that on card, eBay. I mean, that card for a while got up to triple was, digits. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, 100. Yeah. Yeah. I will never forget Late Night Shopping Channel. It would be like, oh, next hour we're selling swords, but this hour we got baseball cards. And right here, what we've got is Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> so the guy would always accentuate the junior. But this and is so, this is after, like, Junior's peak? Yeah, this is probably, like, mid-90s, man. Huh. Mid, okay. mid, mid to late 90s. They, at right. late night, these dudes would hawk baseball so cards. So peak, yeah. And they would be Jim Mint 10 Griffey rookies. You're going to get a graded Jim Mint 10 Griffey wow. in a holder. What you're going to do is you're going to get one. You're going to get it home. You're going to open it up, and you're going to be like, why didn't I buy two? Do <laughs> yourself a favor now. This is Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> do you remember what? have to distinguish it because his father did play. So this right. guy really yeah. wanted you to know. <laughs> you like hard, hardcore Reds fans <laughs> calling okay. in. Like, Up next, we got 200-piece sword collection. Who doesn't need 200 swords? Do you remember what they were selling the, the Jim Mint? Oh, tons of money, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, because yeah, like, it's different when they're rated, like professionally oh, yeah. graded, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're worth a yeah. lot more. Yeah. yeah, this was like the era of Beanie Babies. People were just hyped out about anything collectible. Mint and mint. Yeah, it was yeah. like, ah, oh, this is mint and it's collectible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But He's he, an icon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, probably one of my favorite and you know i got to like you know i grew up like him and canseco were guys that when while i was growing up at least 
didn't play on the White Sox, but I would have wanted them to because they were awesome <laughs> in like 1990, you know. Um, <laughs> but then I got both of them <laughs> when they were in, in 2001 and 2008, respectively. <laughs> so I got I got the ancient Conseco and then Griffey was just Griffey was like a total non-factor for you us. You got three yeah. home runs from Griffey. Three home runs, yeah. He got wow. another postseason, his last postseason appearance. Oh, wow. I think. I think he played, yeah, in the postseason. I'm pretty sure he did. Because wow. we, we we lost to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay went on to... Oh, to, that was the year that they went to the series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, you, could, you could make, actually, a pretty good White Sox team with, like, players that <laughs> Kenny Williams obtained, like, when they were over Pass surprise. 33. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because, I mean, even with Griffey... Um, you know, he could have got in on his numbers almost just in Seattle alone. Oh, yeah. I you did. Know? Yeah. I mean, uh, because, sure. like, those Cincinnati years, aside from a couple of them, were kind of a black hole. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was injured just so often in mm-hmm. Cincinnati. I mean, he what had, he had in Cincinnati, he had, like, what, like three productive years, maybe? Well, just in Seattle, 13 years, 417 home runs. Cincinnati, nine years, 210 home runs. Um, he batted 270 in Cincinnati or 292 in Seattle. That includes his comeback to Seattle. I gotta, I wonder, out of those nine years in Cincy, how many were injured? How many games did he play? Um, in Cincinnati, uh, games played 145, 111, 70, 53, 83, 128, 109, 144. So he played like two full seasons. (laughs) He only had two years where he played more than 128 games. Jesus. Uh, in three years where we played fewer than a hundred. Uh, wow. So yeah, that's tough. That's such a, that'd be oh, such dude. a bummer for him. Cause he was going home and where's dad play. Yeah. Right. Well, was, and, yeah. Dude, to be honest, it was like the Bo Jackson of our generation. I mean, Bo Jackson was just a little bit before my generation, so to speak, but like, yeah, there's a whole generation of kids around our age and a little bit younger that it was like Griffey was everywhere. Yeah. He was on their video yeah. games. He was the, he, you know, he was the guy who had, baseball games with his name on him in the mid 90s yeah it was the face of the game for a while you know kids wearing their hats backwards yeah oh yeah the kid yeah him and ripkin there i think for for quite a number of years were like the face of faces they carried it in some dark years yeah (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah, post strike and all that yeah yeah Yeah, sure but he was like projected to break the home run streak that year wasn't he during the strike oh did, did, something I yeah mean, he had tearing it like, up yeah he was. he was having like a triple crown year he had 40 home runs in 111 games in 94 <laughs> when the, with the season ending in like mid-august right yeah mm-hmm. yep. yeah that's nuts no he 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 definitely congrats to him he he beyond deserves yep. it so um yeah. yeah fun stuff there um you know i one of one of the we'll transition to this here um you know I think t- we had like kind of two stories within the last week. You, know, you have a beloved figure in in baseball getting you know the the ultimate accolade for baseball, and then um, individual accolade at least. And then the with Lemmy's passing, you have you know uh, another beloved figure, um, but not one as maybe as he's as a, he's accomplished but you know i mean lemmy is um a, a household name to people who who know lemmy you know who know yeah Mattel, he's a little bit more obscure than, than yeah Griffey. right yeah. i mean it was i was surprised at how 
much attention Lemmy's death got. And I think it's unfortunate in some regard. Well, that's okay. I mean, he's kind of the Keith Richards of heavy metal, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like, how is this guy still? Yeah. Alive? Like how, how is, how did Lenny make it through seven, you know, you know, 40 years, let alone 70. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's very beloved and he's oh, very, yeah. and he's always just seems like a really cool, chill, earnest dude as well. So, um, I think it was a lot of attention, you know, for the personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, a lot of people had lots of good things to say about him in the, they televised his memorial. Yeah, the, yeah it was live stream. Memorial. Yeah, was it live was stream. just like, yeah. you know, dude after dude going up there talking. Right. I have a neat little story I'll share. I, uh, one of my friends on Instagram, I'm at Vinyl Beast on Instagram for everybody out there. Uh, Vinyl Mike 68 is the guy's name. He shared a really neat story and he was in a, like kind of a low level band around Hollywood in the eighties and they would play at a bar and Lemmy would always hang out at this bar because they had a Miss Pac-Man cocktail game, the cocktail table style Miss Mm Pac-Man. And so Lemmy would just sit there for hours and hours and play it. And like, all these girls would leave their purses with Lemmy in the corner because, like, they were like, who's going to fuck with Lemmy? Uh, and Lemmy's like, totally cool. And they're like, hey, I'll watch your guys' purses. And he, like, all night long. Because he, like, he wasn't moving. Yeah, he's playing Miss Pac-Man. So Miss Pac-Man was his original, like, before he had, had the slot machine that he played or uh, from the Rainbow <laughs> Room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, wow, I didn't realize that. Hey, Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he um and i i was fortunate enough that you know i have to admit i'm kind of a latecomer to motorhead um yeah me too i uh you know i remember the t-shirts growing up and the the black t-shirts in the back of the the metal magazines that i would buy but um i got to see them like three times within like like less than a year it's just kind of the way it shook out you know like two festivals and then um i guess three kind of because it was they they played that that sort of little traveling show that megadeth has that gigantor um they played you know they were it was megadeth headlining the motorhead played before megadeth yeah then i saw them at um gosh at um the one in Alabama, the festival hangout. That was the first time I saw them. And then, uh, they played, uh, this, this thing with Slayer. Um, I think it was the monster something, some named after some terrible energy drink. Yeah. Yeah. It was like something, yeah. Some metal, like it was good. I mean, it was like anthrax was there as well, but, um, yeah. So I I don't think I ever saw them. Yeah. Yeah. They ripped, man. I mean, it was just, it was just, what their music is you know it's just a oh, yeah. l driver you know um yeah, oh, yeah. was it like, probably like a low-key stage setup like yeah setup yeah, yeah yeah it's just just three dudes just 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 going yeah. to town yeah. yeah definitely no frills absolutely no frills yeah but it was a lot of fun and and they sounded good because i mean lenny let me how he sound at least you know when i saw him was kind of like how he sounded like 30 years ago as well yeah. you know yeah I mean, libby's always been kind of gravel uh kind of a you know kind of a scratchy voice oh yeah yeah i mean you listen to the album whether it's 82 or 2002 it's pretty yeah. it sounds right. pretty similar yeah <laughs> yeah rest but, in uh, peace yeah. libby rest in peace man. i guess his his urn was in the shape of his hat oh huh. nice never i didn't get to see that oh. yeah 
I didn't see it. I just heard. Uh, Telemi. Yeah. Um, Telemi, who's probably never had green tea. <laughs> <laughs> I know green tea, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, check out the doc. The doc that they, the documentary that they released. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, that is a, that is a good one. And he, you know, what? he's he's a good bass player as well. Uh, yeah. Really, not that he needs me to tell us to announce yeah. that. <laughs> um, let me, just in case. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe an underrated as a bass player, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, he he definitely. The yeah. documentary talks about kind of some of the sort of Motown influence on some of his playing, which I know sounds totally yeah. sure, sure, you yeah. know, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But if you listen closely. Yeah, but um, Motorhead's like perfect for just like getting me in the zone when I got to like yeah. do a bunch of coding or something. It's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like next thing you know, like two hours have passed and you're That's rocking nice. the whole time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, rest in peace, Lemmy. Man, I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. You know, it's a, it, it, but the, it's a the, glass the, of whiskey waiting in hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the it, best way. Yes, the way he wants. But it was yeah. impressive the amount of attention it got, and like you know, NBC News or right or. It was an uh, actual yeah. story. You oh, know? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where I feel like 15 years ago, maybe just even after he'd already, you know, laid his reputation, you know, um, it wouldn't have been as big of a story. I just social media and everything just plays into oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Or ways to broadcast the story. You know, yeah. You're sure. right. It would have been different if it was 10 years ago. 10. Yeah. Even 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 But now his, his army has a way to speak out and get their word out. Sure. More efficiently. Yeah. And people took notice and yeah that is refreshing i suppose absolutely a lot of people learned who lenny was over the last couple of weeks right right and that's that's good that uh that could could turn some folks on yeah um well also you know this is a story we've been following and we'll we'll keep following it uh, uh, a little update right definitely <laughs> um so guns and roses um you know we've talked about the reunion now uh for a few episodes but um mentioned it and uh, as everybody's aware the lineup just a few days ago it looks like was kind of finalized uh i'm looking at ultimate classic rock here um so for the coachella show shows i should say they've got some dudes that were that toured with the the uh guns and roses 2.0 in uh from you know the last yeah. 15 years really geez um so yeah, Richard Fortas, this Frank Ferrer, Chris Pittman, and Dizzy Reed. Who Dizzy Reed actually? He's been there a long time. He's a user illusion guy. Yeah. You know, he's been there since then. Yeah. Um, and I figured even with even if you know, he's kind of Axel's guy. I think as well. You know, he's like he's obviously kept him around. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. So maybe not the news that everybody, particularly this fan, wanted to hear about who would be on uh, yeah. who would be on the other guitar. But um, yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, and when you're talking about you know who's gonna be the drummer, whether it's gonna be Sorum or Adler, and you get neither. Right. Um, right. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So is that okay? Like if you know if it's just like they added Slash and. It's like sla- the Slash stuff and Axel show, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it it doesn't feel complete to me. It just um, it it I I I'm not as excited as I as I would have been. With definitely is. I think it's it. too little, too late, almost. Yeah. Like especially because there's been talks, I think rumors that they want to record maybe new material as yeah. well, and so it's like. Yeah, that are that you, bird has flown. Are you going to sell a million records? No, no, no. Because you're not like 25. You don't have like the same 
inspirations anymore. Yeah, dude, the, if they the would have done this like environments different. like ninety nine to oh two, maybe yeah, in that right. window. Even then, it still would have been. Yeah, it would have still been way later. Yeah, it would have been right. different. You know, yeah. it wouldn't have been the same at all. I yeah, as soon as they you know missed the boat after use your illusion, it was kind of. Well, okay. We the music world moves on. Yeah, you know? and definitely like when their next when Axel's next album came out, two thousand eight. It's like everything had changed. You know, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. just like the whole music industry you're, been turned upside down. Two decades removed from the last time you yeah. had a record in the charts, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just it's a totally different landscape. Um, but you know what? There's obviously there's uh, if these Coachella shows go well. Um, or well enough, you know, with Axel, you kind of have to cross your fingers that he's going to be there well, and <laughs> or, I think or that like, they don't take the stage at 3am. It's like partially set up that way as kind of like a test. Can these guys stay together for a yeah, week? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like shows, then a week, then shows. Right. Yeah. So Coachella's can these up. guys yeah. stay together for a week? And if they can, we could possibly take this shit on the road. Dude, I will take t- bags of cash. I will tune into Periscope when he's, they're supposed to take the uh, take the stage just to like see the anticipation yeah. of of people yeah. waiting for yeah. you know it, it, maybe they don't have to wait maybe they wait ninety minutes two hours who knows it, it will be one of the like the greatest anticipatory moments in concert history. We'll have to do a B side on those because I've had a few of those different shows and stuff uh, with the anticipation. The, the Revolver, yeah. Yeah. Didn't think he was coming out. They were like an hour and twenty minutes late getting yeah. on stage. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. I think one night, like the crowd was about to riot at the fair, and then he finally came on. Jeez! And Cephas. Uh, yeah, I've had some crazy moments like that at shows. I, I saw Bob Seger. Um, I don't know. We, 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 Levi, oh, you were yeah. with me. Yeah, Dude, he, he was like he started. He started like he started like two hours after he was like. <laughs> oh yeah, the ticket was advertised for eight. He didn't go on until like nine forty-five. Yeah, yeah, and Con- no opener. No opener. Wow. No opener. I, yeah, I wasn't into Kanye, but Kanye Bonnaroo did go on to like four in the morning or something. Jeez, people were like, he was supposed to be on at like midnight or something. Yeah. Which well, you can expect that with Kanye. I think with the Seeger thing, I think our show was an outlier. You know, I mean, I uh, don't think. I don't. I think every night he's probably pretty punctual. It was just for some reason yeah. no announcement was made or anything. Yeah, else. that's the thing. Just like give an announcement and like say, hey, yeah. it's we're going to be starting an hour later. That's cool. Just like establish yeah. expectations. Maybe I'll go out and buy t-shirt. Two hours of extra beer drinking. Yeah, by right. Yeah, lots the crowd of just... Midwestern Bob Seger fans who were yeah. fucking rowdy <laughs> crowd, by the time God. he got on stage. Yeah. So drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So as as the lineup stands for GNR, would you buy a ticket for like Soldier Field? No. Oh God, um, Coors Field. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I don't uh, think. Or Mile High, I should say. Mile High and Vesco, no, whatever the hell it is. I don't. I don't think I could. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Because I mean, if it's if it's going to cost me like 150, 200 bucks, no, no No way. That's what I mean. It's going to be hyped out so much, like the dead shows were, to where it's like an event, and you're selling an experience to a demographic of people who were never able to experience it originally. Yeah. And so that's just going to suck all the. There's there'll be no spontaneity. Spontaneity. Yeah, it's just going to suck that out of it. And so yeah. I just don't think I could do it, especially like Gabe said, it's going to be a hundred bucks a ticket to sit in the nosebleeds. That's for the nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. 
So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. Um, you know, if Izzy was there, I think I'd probably consider. Really? Yeah. You know, Dude, yeah. If Izzy was there, yeah. and then possibly maybe one of the other drummers, I would go. So, but Izzy the, has been known to, to sit to in, right? With just Izzy there. What's that? Izzy's been known to sit in. He has. Yeah. He has. There's. I think there's an O2 Arena show that they show on yeah. Palladia a lot, where he sits in. Yeah, and then um, they did they did like a run in Vegas, um, like maybe like three four years ago. Yeah. Like, you know, like a residency type thing. Yeah. Um, they played like 10 or 12 shows. That was he, supposedly, he sat the, in. that's what laid the the groundwork for huh. this this reunion. Is okay. like, oh, that, like, I, Sla- like Slash, Slash went, went over there while they were doing yeah. a residency. Yeah, I wow. think Slash, you're right. I heard that story as well. Like, and so like, that's how the friendship got rekindled. So, so yeah, they kind of like met and started patching things up it sounds like three four years ago <laughs> so it's ironic that like izzy like helped start all this and then he's like all right off you go i'm gonna stay away <laughs> <laughs> i'll be no, back yeah, here in la yeah, <laughs> right that's kind of how he was with the band originally he's like here's appetite which i had like a huge hand in making now do everything else by yourselves guys left at the peak of their popularity i mean yeah. he, he left the biggest band in the world you know yeah. i mean uh, that, yeah so anyway, yeah. is is he's a mystery man? So we'll you know, keep I kind of like that. I kind of yeah. like that about him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we should do? Um, you know, we should do some uh, some GNR set list on Facebook. You know, some dream set list. Sure. Want to see? Sure. Um, obviously, there's not a huge body of work really to choose from, but um, <laughs> I want um, I want the garden into estranged. Right, like my favorites. Gets is holding out with all the Chinese democracy tunes. Sorry. In in like order. Speed of dreams. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, fun stuff. Well, yeah, you know, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get together uh, um, a uh, a set list for yeah. GNR, and also a playlist I made like a long time ago, like right when iTunes started. You know. Use your illusion, the LP, which I'll post that as well. Okay. Because I, I, I would, I, we should all do that. If, yeah, yeah, we should. Because yeah. I, I love that record, but it is a bloated, you know, like it doesn't need to be two separate albums. <laughs> just like, just, yeah, just merge it onto maybe like a little bit of a longer record. Like I've, I probably got about like 14 tracks or so. You, you got to keep it down to what, 70 minutes is the max for a CD? A CD. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we'll, yeah. We'll, 70 we'll, minutes or less. Keep that in mind when we construct yeah. these set lists. Yeah. Okay. This, this, this track list, I should yeah. say, for, uh, for Use Your Illusion, the LP. No one or two, just Use Your Illusion. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you know what? Um yeah, I'm 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 still excited to uh somewhat excited to I'm sure the Coachella thing will be broadcast, you know. I'm sure I was going to say, yeah, I I would assume yeah. I'll have a chance to yeah. enjoy one of these yeah. from yeah. the comfort of my couch. Right. And that's so, fine by me, I think for this lineup. At, at this stage, 1999, yeah, this... I would have probably fought the crowd. I'd right. like gone yeah. and see yeah. him. Yeah. We'd have been like, oh, 1999, we'd be like, oh, yeah. my God, this ticket was $50. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 2016, I'm like, not so much. Right. We're like, oh, parking is $50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> VIP parking's 80 yeah. uh, uh, Well, anyway, well, Axel, buddy, good luck. All right. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. say. Do Indiana proud, kid. Um, so, anyway, uh, Again, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rock in Chew. Okay, that's Rock in Chew. And then also, um, you know, we're going to be uh, 
doing some more shows soon. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do some show your cards. Maybe we'll uh, more B sides, some more interviews. B sides, um, more interviews, some more guests. So yeah. we're uh, we're stoked for that. Also, you can check out everything within the rock and roll Shinsu Chu universe at rockchu.com. That's no end. Uh, rockchu.com. So you can find everything there. So uh, dig it and uh, let your friends know. And we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Peace. Peace.